Hey there, I want to take a quick second to thank you for listening to the Focus Point Podcast. I hope that you find a blessing and encouragement through this episode. I hope that you'll share the episode with your family and your friends. If this is one of your first times catching us, or if you want to find out more about us, or if you want to listen to other episodes, please visit thepointoffocus.com, and there you will find our podcast archive as well as more information. Once again, that's thepointoffocus.com, and once again, I thank you for listening to this episode. Well, if you have a copy of the Bible, paper or electronic, would you grab it, get it open to Genesis chapter 21? That's where we're going to be today. Genesis chapter 21, as we dive back into our Look to the Stars series. Uh, Back a couple uh, weeks ago, we put it on uh, hold as we entered Holy Week, and we spent some time looking at Palm Sunday, Good Friday, and Easter, and then we uh, had a rest uh, period, and now we're picking it back up, um, and I'm, I'm excited to dive back into this, uh, into this Look to the Star series as we continue to look at Abraham's life, and as we continue to look overall at our year-long series, um, if you caught the rest episode last week, we kind of replayed our, um, first episode of the year where we kind of laid out what we're doing for the year, and I'm, I'm excited for where we're going with this. And so we're diving kind of all back into all of that after a little bit of a break. And the story of Abraham kind of broke nicely as we now enter into kind of like a change. Like we were talking about what Abraham did before. And now we're talking about what he's going to do now. And this Look to the Stars series, the overall theme of it is God keeps his promises. But we have to remain faithful to him. That's key and that's important. We have to remain faithful and not just faithful, but also obedient to him. We have to remain in those, um, in that way with him. And so as we saw before, and I'm not going to sit here and review all of that right now, because I think as we go through this episode, um, as we kind of see what Abraham chooses to do now, We'll, we're going to kind of unpack where we've been. Uh, but if you want to find out where we've been, you can go check out all those episodes there um, over at the website, pointofocus.com. You can check them out there, and you can also find them on Spotify. All of that, you can uh, go back and dive into those episodes. Uh, but we will a little bit um, here and there. And one other thing I wanted to mention, just as a reminder, we as we embark on this series uh, through the book of Genesis, we're kind of... Um, looking at moments that follow this thread through as we journey to the promised land, right? So we're, we're skipping over some things, we're leaving out some stuff, and that's kind of intentional because we're following kind of one kind of story as we go through to the promised land. As we journey through these first six books of the Old Testament, as we eventually will start journeying with Israel through um, through their time as they go to the promised land. And so that's kind of what we're doing. And as we go through here, we're, we're journeying through Abraham's life. And as he kind of did what he did and how we can apply that to our life and how it helps us or how it doesn't help us and how we can learn from his actions. And it's, uh, really good. And now we're going to see what he responded. So I will tell us where we left off just briefly. Um, 
in the last episode, we, we left off with God once again stating his promise to Abraham and Sarah even. And he, he said, no, in a year, you are going to have a son. Abraham and Sarah both laughed, and that's kind of where we left it. But now we're going to see how Abraham responded different this time. And so, as I said, Genesis um, chapter 21, we're going to be in verses 1 through 7. And here we're going to see what, um, what Abraham did and how that helped him. And kind of where he's been and kind of what this means. And then what also, too, God does have a test for him. And we're going to see that in the next episode, not this one. But uh, So let's, let's dive into the word here. Let's dive in to Genesis chapter 21, verses 1 through 7. It says, verse 1 says, The Lord kept his word and did for Sarah exactly what he had promised. She became pregnant and gave birth to a son for Abraham in his old age. This happened just at the time God said it would. And Abraham named their son Isaac. Eight days after Isaac was born, Abraham circumcised him as God had commanded. Abraham was a hundred years old when Isaac was born. Verse 6 says, And Sarah declared, God has brought me laughter. All who hear about this will laugh at me. Who will, um, sorry, who would have said to Abraham and who, who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse a baby? Yet I have given Abraham a son in his old age. Sorry for the tripping of the words there a little bit. Um, and God said that Abraham, uh, sorry, and God said that Isaac means laughter. And you look at it this way, and I look at it kind of. Like God is saying, Isaac means laughter. You're going to name your son laughter so you can be reminded when you look at my son, that you, when you look at your son, that you laughed at me. You thought it was impossible. You didn't think it was going to happen and you laughed. But also too, as, as Sarah said here, God has brought me laughter. Like the laughter of a little boy, the laughter of, of raising up a child, the, the joy that comes with that. But also too, People were going to laugh. What are you, you, really? You gave birth to this son? Like, really? You're 90. Really? Now how it worked? So it's kind of like a, a cool kind of all-encompassing thing. And I think that um, God, uh, God commanding that his name be Isaac was just kind of like him winking at Abraham and Sarah. Kind of like, I, I can do things for you. You just have to let me do things for you. That was a little bit of a free message I didn't plan on. But as we go back, verse 2 is verse two is what I want to look at. Really the second half of verse 2. But um, verse 2 says, She became pregnant and she gave birth to a son for Abraham in his old age. This happened just at, at, at just the time God said it would. Abraham finally caught on and waited to see what God would do. He put down the the, the stuff that, that helped God, as we talked about, as we've seen in Abraham's, Abraham's journey so far. As we said, God keeps his promises, but we have to remain faithful to him. We have to remain obedient to him. And as we talked about Abraham was faithful when he when God said, leave your country, leave where you're at, 
leave all of this behind. Just take you and Sarah. God lists things to leave behind. Sarah was not a part of it. God was not saying divorce Sarah, leave her there, leave her behind. None of that. He, Sarah was supposed to go. Okay, because God was going to give Abraham a promise where he needed Sarah to be involved with this. So leaving Sarah behind wasn't an option. But Abraham left, so he was faithful to go with God to where he was going to be shown. But he wasn't faithful and obedient in the way of leaving people. Like he said, God said to leave everything behind. But he took his nephew Lot, he took his servants, he took his people, all these things with him. And I, you fast forward, if he hadn't done that, then when God gave his promise and they were waiting for God to keep his promise and Sarah couldn't have a kid and then all of a sudden they hatched this plan to help God and they decided that, okay, well, you can sleep with my servant and then you'll have a son and God can keep his promise to you. But if that servant wasn't there, that wouldn't have even been an option. And so... Um, we see this kind of just snowball and how, how sometimes we even, we still even do the same thing, right? We, we try to help God. We, we know what God says. We know that God's got good plans for us and we know all of this stuff, but when things aren't just kind of adding up, right? When things seem unclear, when the future doesn't seem like it's like you're, you're going along and it just doesn't seem like it's going and you make decisions, you make snap decisions kind of like they did. Okay, well, since since God said you're going to have a son, sleep with my servant. Then you'll have a son and God can fulfill his promise. But that's not what God wanted to do. God wanted them to be faithful to him and be obedient to him and trust him so that he could give them a son. That's what God wanted and that's what God wants for us. As we, as we go through life, as we journey toward our promised lands, as we've said in this overall series, the Journey to the Promised Land series, we've said that either we take steps toward where we're going, toward our toward our goal, toward our dream, toward our ambitions, or we take steps away from them. We either take steps toward God or away from Him. It's all about steps, and we, we, we take those steps and we make these decisions that either help us toward that or away from that. And Abraham took steps toward it. And then he would take several steps back from it. And then he would take steps for it. And as we read in verse 5, he was 100 years old. When we started this series, when we started um, Look to the Stars, and we, we first met Abraham, he was 75. Let that sink in a little bit. And sometimes I wonder, even for myself, maybe even you wonder it too sometimes, that maybe we've delayed some things God has for us because we're we're making choices to, to help God. We're making choices that don't don't lead us in the way that God's gonna fulfill that a goal or that dream or that ambition for us. He he's he, he wants us to go this way, but we take a couple steps because maybe we'll get there faster and we try to take court sh- shortcuts and things like that. And and I've been like thinking about that, like, have I delayed some things that God has for me? Have I, um, has, has where I'm going and what I'm doing always been in God's plan, but maybe he wanted it for me 10 years ago instead of now? Like Abraham, like it's maybe clear here that Abraham delayed 
what God had for him. This Isaac, the, this birth of Isaac, his son, God's promise, he delayed it 25 years because he tried to help. And he tried to help God. He tried to think that God, that, that he knew more than God. And we, we see here that um, somewhere in Abraham's story, we see that Ishmael was about 13 years old. So now we're, we're, we're doing this journey and now it's been even more that, that God has said, no, it's not Ishmael. It's going to be your son that I'm going to give you between you and Sarah. And he waited another handful of years before God, before that promise came through. Not before God, I was going to say before God fulfilled that promise, but that's not true. God was always going to fulfill his promise. It's just Abraham had to remain faithful and trust that God was going to do what he said he was going to do. And that's what we see here. The very first verse. God kept his word. The Lord kept his word and did exactly what he promised. That's what he, he does for all of us. And we're quick to realize that when it happens right away, like when when we're hoping for a promotion and we get it, and that's great. And woo, God, God, God helped me get this promotion. God did what he promised. God, like, he wants what's best for me, all of that. But when we don't get the promotion or when it's a couple months later, we we struggle a little bit with that. Well, I thought you said good plan. This promotion's good for me, God. Why are we? And we, we struggle with that. And then we, so then we work longer and we, we try harder and we do all of this stuff and trying to, to cut around the corner so we can get this promotion that we're supposed to have. And all the while it's hurting other relationships because we're working more, we're showing our dedication and we're working more, but we're not home as much. And our, our wife is having to to deal with the kids by herself when that's supposed to be a partnership and she's having to spend, you know, nights alone because we're working late. And this is what God has for us, but God wants us to be successful, but not at the expense of other things. God, God wants to give us our, our hopes and our dreams. We're getting ready in a couple weeks to enter a series called dreams as we look at Joseph's story. And in that, in that series, we're going to see that God's got big plans for us. <laughs> Jeremiah 29, 11 tells us that God's plans for us are good, that he, that he doesn't want to lead us to disaster. God didn't want this to be disastrous for Abraham. God had good plans for him. God wants to make him a great nation. God wants to, to fulfill his promises to him. But Abraham kind of made it a disaster by trying to help and by trying to, to do things his own way. This is what we can learn from, from this part of Abraham's story. Is that finally, when he sat down, he's like, you know what? God said he's going to do this. Let's see what happens. And the Bible says that exactly when God said it was going to happen, it happened. Just at the time God said it would. And sometimes we're in a bigger hurry than God. I, I feel like that's talking to, talking to me. Like I'm sitting here 
um, thinking about thinking about that. It's like everything happens when God says it's going to happen. It doesn't matter how fast we try to get there. You know, we take the steps, but God orders them. So we can try and run out on ahead like Abraham. Abraham's like, all right, Ishmael, now you can fulfill your promise to me. He ran out and no, that's not what I wanted to do. I've got, I've got good plans for you. Sit tight and watch. And sometimes we do that too. We, we run out ahead and then we get up there and we're like, this isn't like, I thought this was supposed to be where we were going, God. But in reality, we kind of left God behind. I mean, God goes before us and behind us. We've talked about on this podcast before how God goes before us and behind us. And we really can't leave God behind, but it's just a thought. It's a figure of speech. Like we run out on ahead and God is, we're five steps ahead of where God wants us to be. And sometimes then we got to go back to where God is. We got to, and then we have to wait. And I think that's what Abraham finally did. And sometimes it comes out of the frustration. It comes out of the the anger, the upset. It comes out of the not understanding it all. And God then shows up. When we, when we finally got, uh, when we finally get to where God wants us to get, he comes through. Not because he's waiting and he's trying to teach us a lesson, but that's because that's what he had planned all along. Abraham, like you could even say it right, right now, like it just dawned on me. God gave Abraham what he, God gave Abraham what he promised in one year. What if when God said, look to the stars that is how many, that, that is your offspring. That is how many descendants you're going to have. I'm going to make you into a great nation. The earth is going to be blessed through your descendants. What if that happened that next year? Abraham's story would be a little bit different. But it happened some 25 years later. And maybe that's because God was just waiting for Abraham to be open to receive the blessing. I don't think God was, you know what, Abraham, you're just going to keep waiting. I don't think that's what was happening here. I think God had always intended to give Abraham what he promised in a short time frame. But because he didn't really listen, he didn't really, really obey what God said when God said, leave your country, leave everything behind and go he didn't leave everything behind and it caused a bunch of problems that then had to kind of settle down because the whole Ishmael and Hagar thing and then Hagar and uh, Hagar and Sarah got into it and then they got dis- dismissed and then all of this stuff and he had to sort out all of these problems and all of this thing and it just it was a big mess, right? His situation, we didn't really look at in this in this series, but, you know, this um, situation with the lot. And all of this just comes to a head. And then finally, Abraham gets the promise again. No, I'm going to give you a son. Will you just wait? It's almost like God is saying, no, I'm going to do this through Sarah. Will you just, will you just wait? Will you just let me do it? And I think that's what he, he tells us. I think that's what he's telling me as I've been preparing for this. 
God does exactly what he says he's going to do if we are faithful to wait for it. And God came through for Abraham and he's come through for me. He's come through for us. You, he's come through for many people. And sometimes it's, it's waiting. It's waiting. And that's what we don't like to do. I'm with you on it. Waiting is tough. It was tough for Abraham because he wanted God. He like wanted God's promise. It was tough to wait. And in our waiting, sometimes we try and help Almighty God do what He said when God has never needed help in the past. God has never needed any human being's help to fulfill His promises, except for one, and that is what we talked about over Easter. That was one human being, a God-man, that fulfilled his promise. But other than that, he's never needed my help. He's never needed your help. He didn't need Abraham's help. He didn't need Moses' help. He just needs us to be faithful. He just needs us to be faithful. When things don't seem like they're working out, when things don't make sense, when things seem unclear. And it's like, God, I, I, I believe that you, we're going this way. God, I believe this where you ha- what you have for me. But it doesn't seem like we're going that way. It seems a little bit unclear. This was a big promise that God gave Abraham. And maybe you're, maybe you're journeying through something and it doesn't make sense and it doesn't add up and it's not the way you would have done it. It's not the way that it makes sense. But you're waiting maybe and you're trusting in God to handle it the way that he says he's going to. The good plans that God has for us, the good things that God has a life of prosperity. Jeremiah 29 11 tells us that God knows the plans he has for us and they're plans to prosper us and not to harm us, plans to give us hope and a future. He doesn't want us to, to be dismayed. He doesn't want us to, to fail. He didn't want Abraham to do what Abraham did. But we learn from those things and we, we kind of get focused back on and we start making strides. And that's what Abraham did. God kept his promise to Abraham. They, they, they got the son and Abraham, Abraham did what God commanded. And then now a test comes in. Because now maybe, and this is setting up next week, but maybe we've, we, we're kind of going on and we see what God has for us and everything's going and maybe everything's just working out. And then a test comes. Will we remain faithful with this new twist, with this new thing that doesn't make sense? It doesn't fit into the puzzle. It doesn't, we don't understand how that's going to work out. Do we remain faithful and trust that God's going to see it through or do we revert back to, all right, no, we got to stay on track here. So let's, let's figure it out on our own. That's not what God has for us. As we've seen through this journey with Abraham so far. So, so I encourage you, like if, if you're struggling with it, if you're struggling with, with waiting and trusting God and having faith that he's got good plans for you, he does. 
and this story in Abraham and this story in the Bible about Abraham and how Abraham, I think, wrestled with the same things we do. And the thing is, is that we look at these people like they're some kind of movie star and that like they're incapable of having issues and problems and all of this. Like there's these these golden people that God wrote about in the Bible. No, they're human beings that deal with real life issues and struggles and decisions and choices and whatever else that have hopes and dreams and ambitions and goals and want to do all of these things. And they struggle just the same. They struggle just like we do. And as we go through Joseph's life, we're going to see that. And as we embark into the book of Exodus in the coming weeks and we look at Moses, we're going to see these human people. We have to remember that. That they're human beings. And we, we look at it differently than Adam and Eve. Like Adam and Eve, we know they're human. God created them and they're human beings. But for some reason, when we get going on ahead, I know I do. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. But we, we fall into this idea that they are just these people that God wrote about in the Bible. And that they don't really have the real issues that we do. No, I think Abraham did. And it proves it that Abraham struggled with what God had promised him and he didn't see how it was going to work out. So he was trying to make it make sense to him. And we do that too. We try and figure out how things are going to make sense to us. And we wind up struggling and kind of messing up stuff. God wants us to trust him with our whole heart and not to lean on our own understanding. Because when we lean on our own understanding, we tend to mess things up. But he wants us to seek him in all we do so he can make our path straight that's what god has for us that's what god wants for us that's what god dreams for us is that he, he can make our paths straight that we just trust in him that's what he wants for us that's what he wanted for abraham that's what he wanted for joseph that's what he wants for moses that's what he wanted for david and daniel and all anybody else that shows up in the bible that's what what he wants for us that's what he always has wanted is for us just to trust in him trust that he's got our steps ordered and our plans for and his plans for us are good so take that encouragement with you this week work on trusting in the lord with all your heart and seek out what God has for you. Take that blessing and that encouragement with you this week. And whatever you're journeying toward, whatever goal or dream or ambition that you're trying trying to reach, go with God. He'll help you with that. Because as I've said, God lets us take the steps, but he's ordered our steps. God God lets us, lets us go. He gives us free will. So... That's my encouragement for you. Trust in God. Remain faithful to him. And he will see you through. He will see things through. He will help things make sense. We just got to give him time. And I hope to catch you next week as we see the test that Abraham had to go through. And it's the same kind of test that, we'll, that we might see in our own life. So I'll see you next week.